0: Hey guys, welcome back. We are going to be talking about comparison today.
1: Have you ever felt into the comparison trap, right? We want to tell you really, or help you explore what's going on behind the scenes why we continue to go into that comparison trap, but
0: also like, how do we get out
1: of that, right? Into a more virtuous expression of comparison, because I don't know if we want to throw all comparison out. There could be a good redeem side of it.
0: Yes. So we're going to be discussing all of it and telling some of our own stories so come on in to the confessional <laughs> ah yeah
1: a little bit we'll see you in there guys hey folks welcome to the catholic coaching podcast my name is matt
0: and i am aaron
1: we are the ingolds the founders of metanoia catholic where we aim to make mindset coaching authentically catholic and practical
0: we just love to take all of these tools and techniques and share them with you on this podcast we also train and coach other catholic coaches
1: come on into the podcast
0: Hello, friends. Aloha. It is Ash Wednesday.
1: Yeah, and the date of the recording. Not when you're listening to this, but uh, hey, you get an idea of how far in advance we actually record our podcast now. Anyways. A week, to
0: be precise.
1: I know. It's like I find myself wanting to compare myself to all these other Ah. podcasters that have these great recording schedules and they're doing stuff months in advance and they're booked out with all of their... Guests that are coming on and comparison, comparison, envy. What are we talking about today, Aaron?
0: Oh, we're talking about comparison. Ah, it's called okay. The comparison <laughs> trap. And we all fall into it, my friends. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe on Ash Wednesday, you're comparing your ashes to somebody else's. Um, maybe, you know, maybe you get the big blob and somebody else gets the drippy.
1: It's always the day that we return to the famous Bill Dunahy. Uh, meme of yes. of the different ashes that are shout out to Bill Donahue here.
0: We love Bill. Yeah. We should have him on the podcast.
1: You got a little bit of a uh, father's revenge going on there. Your dark babe.
0: Oh, okay. I so mean, yours is too.
1: Okay. Well it was actually Deacon's Revenge, but Yes. Uh yeah. So okay, comparison. We're talking comparison today. Um I, I whenever I love framing the conversation in comparison with Rick Newton's quote. I love it. Uh, over at the Newton Institute. Rick Newton. Rick Newton. You kind
0: of whispered his name, so I just want to big Not Fig
1: Newton, but Rick Newton.
0: <laughs> I want to give him props. <laughs>
1: the Nabisco treat. Anyways, uh, Rick, I remember we were sitting down with him. We were going through uh, organizational identity discovery things and through his uh, organizational compass program. And he said something. He goes, well, I've, I've done this with a number of organizations and the ones that I find, businesses that are comparing themselves to other people constantly, at the root of it, there's an identity crisis, and I think this goes. Uh, this can apply to each one of us as well as individuals. When we mm-hmm. find ourselves constantly comparing ourselves to other people that are out there, be it other moms, other dads, other people in the office, Instagram personalities, other podcasters, I fall into that. Um, there really is at the core an identity crisis that's yeah. going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and it's kind of even just in the culture today. Where there is Instagram and everything is very, there's a lot mm-hmm. of exposure, right? I, I think the tendency to compare is through the roof because you're constantly looking, and and maybe you're coming at it from a place of where I don't really know where I fit. I don't know what what my gifts are. I don't know what my strengths are, my weaknesses. I don't I don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you're going to go to other people to kind of tell you, here's the measure. Here, yes. Here's here's what good looks like. Here's what better looks like.
1: Yeah. We start using other people as yardsticks here, and and the tendency with comparison is to just say it's all bad. We like it's best to just not compare, and we just want to take comparison. We want to throw it out, and I think that's a mistake to do that mm-hmm. because really at the core, and we were listening to a podcast from um, uh, God's Planning, and there was getting to, into this as well. But we've discussed this before too. Mm-hmm. Um, at the core, this is this is actually a function of our reason. Comparing and contrasting things. Yes. I, I think if even...
0: Of our judgment. Yes. Yeah. It,
1: it's something that leads to sound judgment. I think of uh, the way that we start to understand what something is and therefore how we relate to that something or someone is by coming to know how we're different or distinct from them. Yes. Right? And when we're talking about objects, that's how what's the proper use of this object. When we're talking about people, it's how do I love this person well? Mm. Right. Yeah. So that's there's kind of a virtuous expression of comparison and then there's also a vicious expression of it. We're gonna be talking both today.
0: Yeah, and the vicious expression, we'll go we'll kinda of get into it in a little bit, but what we tend to do is we use other people as objects mm. to beat ourselves up.
1: That's interesting. Tell me
0: more. Well, that's exactly it. That's, Just,
1: I'm about to. That's what the podcast is.
0: Yeah, I mean, really like when you're saying it's it's this desire to go into relationship but also i think it's desire to be a vessel of god's glory to the world i think there's a there's that desire Mm -hmm. there like to be good there's a desire for that underneath it as Mm -hmm. well um but when when we when we operate in a place from vice versus virtue we end up kind of doing the opposite of what we ever want to do, right? Like, we end up kind of creating division between us and somebody else, creating division between us and the Lord. So, like, there's no relationship there. Mm-hmm. But then also, you're like an inversion of the best version of yourself, right? Okay. So, like, so
1: yeah, like you're seeking, you have a core desire, maybe that's that's unaddressed to your wanting to participate in God's glory. Yes. And when we show up viciously, we end up actually like tearing somebody down, like comparing ourselves and saying, yeah oh, they, they suck. They're actually not as good as they think. they And we're like kind of robbing them of God's glory in a sense or 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 really showing up in our inability to see their glory, but at the same time, not even seeing God's glory that's active in me as yes. well and being dismissive, dismissive of that. You also brought up relationship, right? One of the things I love about knowing distinctions is is that it can draw us into these complementary relationships. If two people are the same, they can't really complement one mm-hmm. another in the sense of like shoring up where somebody else is weak and lending your strength and strength and where somebody else is weak, stuff like that. Um, uh, but, or lending to somebody else's weakness where you're strong. Uh, that's what I want to get. But so, but when we don't do that, when we just try to be dismissive. Um, it leads to this place of of pride, right? That's mm-hmm. an obstacle to relationship. So, um, envy, Aaron. You, yeah, envy is one of those vices that really shows up in the vicious expression of comparison. I think that's a good that's a good discussion point to yes. lay the backdrop for our, our conversation because we're going to talk about our own personal struggles mm-hmm. with comparison, where we've shown up viciously, but also where we've been on the rede- redeem side of it as well, mm-hmm. and it's actually drawn us deeper into relationship and experiencing God's glory and honoring it in other people as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Um, okay. So envy. Um, yeah. This this was actually inspired by that podcast that you mentioned before the God's podcast on envy and comparison. I was like, yes, I just love what they do over mm-hmm. there. All those,
1: all those Thomas,
0: those Dominicans. <laughs> They're just so helpful. So helpful yes, Dominicans. shout out to you guys out there. But um, the definition of Envy is a sadness or grief. This is Catholic tradition, sad um, definition, sadness or grief of another's goodness. Mm. So, like feeling sad or sorrowful when we see somebody else's goodness. And so, my brain goes to, well, why? Why would somebody be sad? Because some people could see somebody else's goodness and go, ah, what a beautiful, like, glory to God, God. you know, praise God, or be totally neutral, Mm -hmm. right? Kind of being like uh, accepting of it. Oh, that's really cool. But like really it it has no bearing on you. Mm -hmm. So why are we sad? Why why would somebody be sad looking at somebody else's goodness? Well, there's a thought because behind every emotion is a thought.
1: Always a thought.
0: And it's a thought that looks something like they have something or they are something that I am not. Or they have something that I don't have. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and that leads to that comparison, that action of comparison. So there's mm-hmm. this thought: they have something that I that I want, and I don't have. Mm-hmm. And me looking upon them and seeing that they have that is just a reminder that I don't have it, and so therefore I am sad, and I will compare myself.
1: Yeah. So there's a focus on the gap.
0: Focus on their self too versus
1: the gain, and a focus on self. Like yeah. it's it's I see the good in somebody else and rather than rejoicing which is a choice that's yes. one option that you have it's it goes inward to your own lack and then the focus is on the lack and on the poverty and yeah. that's where the sadness comes in yes okay kind of yes. different from that Schadenfreude in that we talk about from time to time that well, German think, word that's like delights in somebody else's well, demise well I, I think
0: it leads to that okay. i think when it goes unchecked it does it does lead to that mm, where okay. it's like because if you're thinking about it, okay this person has this thing that I want that I'm realizing I don't have. And when they lose it, now I feel better because at least there's two of us who don't have it. (laughs) Right. I mean, this this is the, this is the anomaly of reality TV, right? Mm -hmm. We watch real housewives of whatever. These people are just ridiculously rich Mm-hmm. They have so much money and so much time on their hands. All these things that people want, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, I would I would love to be able to pay the bills and have tons of time on my hand.
1: And we delight in just seeing how messed up and their, dramatic lives their lives are.
0: Yes. <laughs> no, this is this is what I'm saying. Like so that like at the core of it yeah. is is envy. I don't know about you guys, but like as a woman, you know. I grew up with this, like you have to look this way, and as a body, you know, have mm-hmm. a body like this. Mm-hmm. You have to, it has to be skinny, it has to be proportionate, it has to have these proportions, right?
1: And if you don't have that,
0: yes, uh, but then you're looking at fashion magazines, and you're constantly reminded, I am not there, I am not there, I'm not there, I'm not there. So there's mm-hmm. that sadness and that sorrow and that real insecurity that starts to kind of grow. But then when you find out that that beautiful model put on 50 pounds, guess who's going and looking at all of the pictures of them online, Yeah, right? Like, why? Why would you do that? Because there is some, maybe some relief from that sadness, even though the sadness doesn't really go away because you're still thinking, I'm not good enough, I'm not there. But like, there is some like, you're, you're reaching for something. Yeah. And, and so it's I like, she's not really there. Like it's, yes. it's,
1: yeah, it kind of brings, brings the, brings the ideal. It, I think it reduces that ideal down. It brings that, lowers that ideal to a place where the gap isn't so, I, I mean, it's more accommodating to where you are right. at that moment.
0: And, okay. and and don't get me wrong. It sounds like I'm justifying a sin. Obviously we need to go and repent of envy. Like it mm-hmm. is a deadly sin. It's a capital sin. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if you're like that Schadenfreuden where you're like, ah, I hope that they, there's there's that demise. Yeah. There's
1: real malice there. You
0: you have to go confess it. Like I'm, I'm actually going to go to confession after, after doing this reflection on this, on this podcast. I will be going to confession on this. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to say like, but I always want to know what is at the root of the sin? Is there a thought? Is there something that could be brought to the Lord?
1: okay all right so at the root we're seeing some sadness that's there and i think that's a good segue into like where we've personally struggled with the comparison game yeah uh, Aaron, uh Aaron, you want to kind of lead out here kind of share your piece yeah
0: sure i i kind of shared a little bit about just you know struggling with body image and and just that whole even from my own experience but i think a lot of women could probably relate to that um but what I found myself more recently, and if we're going to get really real in this. Let's do it. Um, is just like noticing on Instagram. <laughs> this sounds so silly, but bear with me. Noticing on Instagram the amount of followers that other people have mm-hmm. and that we don't have. So there's that lack. There's uh-huh. that seeing, oh, they have this. They're, they must be better at this than we are,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. There's there's a lot of thoughts that kind of come from this, but they have this thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we don't have this, and there is a grief there.
1: Who's the we? You got a frog in your pocket,
0: Menanoi Catholic. <laughs> so it's like from a business standpoint, right? Like, okay, yeah, that's where the comparison comes in. Okay. It's like, oh, we should have more. And every time I, if I look at somebody else. Who may be doing a similar thing, who may be having a similar, like, uh, ministry or apostolate or go- end goal. And they have like way more followers than mm-hmm. us. I'm like, yeah. oh, like I find myself comparing myself to them. Mm-hmm. And I gotta be honest, like, I probably wouldn't be mad if they lost a ton of followers. Well, I hate to say that. No, 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 but like,
1: I I hate it, but no, please. But like, it's
0: also honest, you know? Sure.
1: Yeah. And you know, I hate to tell you, but you're the first person ever to experience this. Uh, uh, Shame on you. No. Um, Yeah, babe, I get that. Okay. So there's this thought like that They're they've got something that you're not, you don't have, you focus on the deficit. Yeah. uh, And then what else happens from there? like, What's going on inside Aaron's mind
0: well i I kind of like I do a couple of things I kind of justify it I'm like, oh, it's just not how we do things, you know that's but it's but also that's kind of coming out of a place of beating myself up mm-hmm. um beating like just I don't know
1: like sounds like a solution thought,
0: yeah, 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 okay uh focus we focus I focus on us, I focus on the scarcity too mm-hmm. I don't focus on. The people that we want to help. I don't fo- focus on the value that we want to bring to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, compare myself. That's
1: it. And then you feel sad. Like, do you do you do you scroll through those other channels and start looking at their posts and be like, that's not that good. Why, what's so great about this? And like, have judgments on their posts. Do you do that? no i'm curious i have done that before definitely (laughs) busted
0: it's like please don't be by myself projection um (laughs) maybe maybe but maybe not yeah i mean sometimes i would do that yeah but i think most of the times it's just like i don't even want to look at it Mm, like I, i okay i i choose my 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 form of buffering is like walking away and buffering with like food or something. Interesting. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So like we can see how this is ultimately it's creating just more scarcity. And it's like, I love how you said you just notice that when I do this, I take my focus off of the people that we serve. Yeah. And I get very inward focused. And then I stop creating things that actually generates value that people like want to follow. Right. Or yeah. want to receive. Or,
0: or like, that helps them, right? Yes. Like, really, like just I stop helping people, which is like the whole point of Metanoia Catholic.
1: Interesting, like. awesome. I mean, this is like some real unique battle stuff that we're getting into here. Yeah, that starts to like Amen. take us inward and and f- draws us away from our unique mission, which is like helping people out specifically, like yes. mindset, right? But also like discovering that unique design, right? This whole comparison thing is, is often indicative of a lack of knowledge, self-knowledge of your own unique design. What really makes you different from other people in terms of your strengths and your weaknesses? And yeah, and, uh, and again, it goes back to that Rick Newton quote, like you've, there's an identity crisis that's yes. there and it's very easy to slip into these things. Yes. I can say for me, um, it's when I'm comparing myself to other people in a vicious way, I'm I'm trying to hold myself up to an ideal or something that I perceive to be as an ideal, and I look at certain people as embodying that ideal that I have not arrived at.
0: So almost like you are objectifying them.
1: Oh, very much. Like
0: th- they're like that golden calf.
1: They become an idol in a yeah. sense. There's, there's. I, I love it that you brought that up. They, they, they become an idol. I, I remember t- a time, and I've brought this up before, but when I was. When I was teaching at Quantico uh, at the basic school and I really, really, really wanted to get an instructor uh, slot at infantry officer course. I I went through it myself and I remember my instructors there were just titans of men and I wanted to be just like they were. And so there there was this thought that if I became an instructor, then that would mean I have arrived. Okay. Okay. I've arrived at this ideal. Mm-hmm. All right? And that ideal has some sort of perfection. And this is a lie that even on my unique battle card that we have, yeah. um, this this is one that, that's that comes up a lot, like this thought of I have arrived or I need to arrive, mm. uh, which really keeps me from being present but uh, I remember that being something where uh, I was very envious of the guys that did get selected. And I would have these thoughts in my head of like, well, they do this and I'm like this and like or and, and it was just this constant comparison. And then when I would get around them, all of a sudden they'd be guys I'd be totally cool with prior to that, but then they would get picked up for IOC and then I would like turn into this really weirdo person around them.
0: <laughs> like what?
1: I don't like it's I would just I would make stupid jokes. It was it was just very it was just very awkward. like mm. uh, I felt like I needed something from them because again now they were embodying this ideal that i did not embody that i was lacking
0: what did you need and i them?
1: needed to, i needed to consume something of their of them i needed to receive something from, i needed to have the affirmation from them or okay. something uh but it was it was in a very graspy sort of way um and and the sad part about this is like um i i never really uh, i I presumed that these people were at this ideal, and I never really got to to know them hmm. um, you know and 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 that 's kind of a it 's kind of a regret it 's more so uh, this is something I noticed, that when i 'm in this place of comparison, I stop getting curious about these people that i 've turned into idols in some ways i don 't want to see them imperfect mm. because I want It's there's a comfort in having this idol because they're men, they've arrived at this place, and therefore I can arrive at this place of perfection that's there. Do you
0: think it's like useful kind of like like almost like I need to have an aspiration to work towards and like these people are are kind of being that for me. I'm wondering if that like in your mind there's like a thought there that this is useful.
1: Yeah, there may be something that's there where it's this Here's what here's what it's serving. And there's a couple of there's a couple of lies that I think are 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 at the base of this. The first one is that perfection is is an ideal on this side of heaven. Right? That's something that can be achieved. And this is where I've I've taken this ideal that's like it's achievable, Mm -hmm. but it's it's really like far from eye is not seen, ear is not heard, nor has it entered the heart of man what God has planned for those who love him. Like it's, it's definitely not the ideal. But I've, I've kind of made this, this thing as a, a coveted position that I want. And I think it's achievable for me. So that's like the first lie. I think that perfection is achievable or I have this image of perfection that's achievable. Um, the second lie is that I have to arrive at this per, this ideal today. Like, I need to arrive at this ideal today. Mm-hmm. Uh, another lie is that other people have arrived at this ideal. Mm. So, again, that's those those are the men that I was idolizing that had gotten picked up for the course, be instructors, they've arrived at the ideal, and they're living in that ideal, and it's that, fulfilling them.
0: I think there's another lie, too, and it's that, um, <laughs> that you create the ideal.
1: Well, yes, it's like that I think that the ideal image that I have is actually correct.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it, an assumption. And yeah,
1: it's you're you're right. And this is and this is where guys like sadly, this was something that this is tragic. This was tragic. So one of those instructors that was um, that was really the the ideal image. Uh, he was somebody that I'd gone through IOC with myself. He was kind of voted top of the class, number one in the class. Uh, received this award that guaranteed him the ability to come back and be an instructor if he wanted to um, about a year and a half ago he took his own life mm-hmm. and this was so it, it it was so hard to receive cuz one it was there was there was something I mourned I mourned that I that I put him on this pedestal and I didn't actually get to know who he truly was mm there was a sadness that was there. Um, and that was something in that I mourned, but also there was this, this was a shock to my, to my system, so mm-hmm. to speak, yeah. because it re- revealed the, the, uh, inaccuracy of this presumption that I had mm. that, that he was fulfilled, he was fulfilled yeah. or he was complete or that there was no, there was no longing that was there. Um, so god rest his soul um but but yeah like it, mm. it, there was um yeah i know they kind of really i kind of feel like ugh, i just want to hold the space for that a little bit um but yeah that that's where i that's where i've seen the comparison side be um just it's it's so inward focusing and the Painful part is we never really know the other person, and we never know ourselves, right? We still continue to spin in that identity crisis.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Matt, what does the other side of this look like?
1: Well, I can. Good segue. All right, let's. Yeah, pivoting now to kind of like, what is a beautiful. um Where's comparison go in a way that is again human?
0: Well, because you said it's it's part of it's a function of one of our human faculties, just this ability to judge and to reason.
1: Yeah, judge not, not to to judge condemn. or condemn. Yeah. Yes, but, but rather judge to really understand um, and see. And right, apprehend when we can judge the good accurately. Judge the good in somebody else that's you're you're seeing the other person and that seeing the other person paves the way for a real relationship with that person now there also needs to be a seeing of self that's going on here as Amen. well we, we can't just presume and this goes for our relationship with god as well folks a lot of the time we think that we can just read all the books and learn about god but never do the self work the self-reflective work coming to know who we are if you don't if you don't do both, you never really answer the question: How do I, perhaps even uniquely, how do I relate to this other person uh, in a way that's beautiful and complementary?
0: Well, I I think and fruitful. I kind of want to go into the solution first, and then tell my story because cause I think it builds off of the solution that, or honestly, one of the solutions, mm-hmm. not the only solution, but that um that we. Prescribe to people so something that i've reflected upon quite a few times um we have an entire group of coaches mm-hmm. and when you're brand new at coaching and you're building a business which arguably could be one of the hardest things to do <laughs> in life um there's there is a lot of comparison a, a lot of competition that could happen
1: mm-hmm.
0: not saying it happens all the time but it could happen and a lot of People have mentioned, oh, for some reason in our community at Metanoia Catholic, like it doesn't feel like there's a lot of comparison. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of competition among the coaches. Like, it feels very supportive. Like, mm-hmm. and there's I, a lot I take, of
1: sharing and recommendations and endorsing that's, that's going it. on, yeah.
0: I, I take it as a compliment because we've been intentional about creating an environment like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think naturally you and I just do create an environment like that because we both love unique design and mm-hmm. love like kind of, you know, pouring into people and, and teaching them about mm-hmm. their unique design. I think that's why our community is like that. Mm-hmm. I think because we're, we see, we we look for and we find and we see all the unique attributes and, and that identity crisis that you're talking about at the beginning of this, like it kind of dissipates a little bit because it's not just, oh, we're finding out about ourselves in isolation. We're finding out about ourselves in prayer, yeah, like with with the one who designed you, with God, who is your designer?
1: Yeah, and it there's hap- has to happen in relationship.
0: That's right, and mm-hmm. and. And then it has to flourish in relationship too, which I think our community does really well.
1: Yeah, and it's not just the coaches community that's there, but it's, it's actually, it's it's the community at large. And guys, join the academy. It's free. You can download the app. we got got this beautiful app. That Go to the app store and just Metanoia Catholic Academy. You can download it for free. You can be part of the basic academy. We have some tools that are going to be there to help you to start to scratch the surface for free and understanding your unique design, your unique mission, your unique battle. Right now in Lent, we've got this Lenten Challenge where there's even some people that are going through through some small groups together to kind of explore some of these uh, these three pillars of unique design, mission, and battle so that we can kind of start to get out of this comparison game, but also do it in community where we can see the good in the other person and choose to see the, the good in the other person rather than just being in this isolated spin cycle of constantly focusing on our lack.
0: Well, and also, I, as you were talking too, I was thinking about the theology of the body, like that that nuptial... Union
1: Spousal analogy. Yeah.
0: Yes. The spousal analogy where it's not the same. It's not two of the same. It's complementary yes. pieces that come together and actually create fruit.
1: Yes. Yes. And
0: and I think we built that, the community on that too. Like, no, our differences are so good because they create fruit. Yes. When, when you know how to apply them.
1: Yeah. I so, remember, I kind of go back to this conversation I had with, with Dr. Greg Bataro over at Catholic psych and, and he's got, he's, Endorsed our our journal. He's been a great support for us, and especially in the beginning, he was a, a great sounding board. And I was going back and forth. We were having a conversation, just talk counseling and coaching because he's got the formation background as a, a doctor and in, and in, in, uh, psychology, and and uh, and we're doing coaching and and it just really leaning into like Greg. What are what are the differences? Where, is, where are the distinctions? And I remember Greg come back to me like, Matt, I don't think that's like the most important conversation to be having because. You know, it doesn't matter what the distinctions are. The person on the end, on the receiving end, is they—they they just want to be seen, and so like that's really the the conversation. I think that's important, but also it's like, no, Greg, I want to know how to be in relationship with Catholic Psych Institute because I know that I am not Catholic Psych Institute, mm-hmm. and that and Catholic Psych Institute is not Metanoia Catholic, and if for some reason we are where there's this weird overlap going on, then that can't be by God's design for, for like, because then it's like, who's going to win out? Like, yeah. I don't think, I think a foundational belief that's helped me to avoid the comparison game is that God does not give people the same seat. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't give people the same room. My father's house has many rooms. We all have our different room. We all have our different place in the hierarchy of glory in God's kingdom. And it's coming to know what that is Um, that really is the journey that we're on here. And it starts to, it it helps me Mm -hmm. to start to know the distinctions of where we're not another organization or I'm not another person. And which is that, that all that education is happening in relationship. Yep. Right. And, and it's
0: just, it's been grounding for me. It's also like, if you think about a team too, Mm -hmm. if everybody has the same role, like what would be the, you would get nothing done? Yes. Maybe you get that one thing done, but then everybody would be like fighting over like who's going to do it. Yes. So it's the same thing where it's like everybody has a different lane, a different role, a different seat. Like, we can all help Catholics, mm-hmm. but we help them in this way or this way or this way, and we bring our own unique design to that. Yeah. So I remember even coaching a coach, and uh, she was—I think I brought this up in another podcast—but she was putting on um, some something for her people, and there was like this protocol of being like, "You got to do this, 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 this," and I remember just saying to her, "I'm like, well, what if what if you just did it your way?" What if you just did it a way that you would like to do it or mm-hmm. you would like to receive it? Mm-hmm. And it just freed her up. She was like, oh, I didn't even know that was an option. I'm like- Oh, I don't
1: have to just follow this formula?
0: I'm like, well, I mean, you can for- follow the formula, but like you're also allowed to do it your way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it is your yeah. business. So I-, I think there's freedom in that as yeah. well. Um, okay, so, so something where- comparing myself to somebody kind of using it in a healthy way mm-hmm. really has been since I discovered unique design. Mm. Um, so it's really when I, when I look at other coaches and I see what they're doing business wise, but I also see like the practice, like the way best practices in coaching and I'm inspired by it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, I love how, how she does it that way. And I wonder, I wonder if, I could do it like this, you know, and bring in this other piece over here and this other piece over here and do it in my own way. Mm-hmm. But being inspired by that. So seeing that she's really good at it. So like mm-hmm. seeing her goodness
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not being sad by it, mm-hmm. saddened by it, but but being inspired and being like and moving to a place of creativity
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus sadness and inversion and sorrow and, and scarcity
1: mm-hmm. it was interesting even the thought that you revealed there was just, i wonder it's kind of led out with that i wonder yes. statement which which i wonder if i might be able to do it a little bit differently uh and then being able to bring in your unique design like knowing that you're fearfully and wonderfully made and there's the way that you're going to do something you're always going to bring who you are in that unique design yep. to the forefront. In the same way that God brought the gospel writers, right? Their unique design when yes. they were drafting the, go- the gospels, He didn't just, they didn't just wake up, and like go into a trance, and then suddenly the gospels were written. Like he, God likes to work through
0: the, the stuff,
1: the stuff of humanity mm-hmm. to accomplish His will. And uh, with that wonder statement, it, it kind of kept you in that place of focusing on the, on the game, but moved you to a place of creativity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, Interesting. And, so and fruitfulness. Really There's
1: fruitfulness going on there. Totally. Spousal analogy. Bingo.
0: And and just that that um that desire and and that motivation to find a unique way mm. and, and to f- find my own way.
1: Which is really part of your unique design. One yes. of your motivational profiles is be unique. You're yes. number one, right?
0: As yes. two. Number two. two? Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Yep. I should know that.
0: Yeah. And I I think, I think it's, so it moved from like a thought kind of, I'm not as good as them where maybe in the past I didn't, if I didn't know my unique design and, you know, I just like went into that uh, habit of comparing myself to now it's like, I I would love to be as good as them, but like in my own way.
1: Mm, Mm hmm.
0: I just I love that thought so much. It feels good. It's so inspiring and so like it's a lot of energy behind it too. Yeah.
1: Good. And maybe you guys are inspired by that thought as well, but maybe you're not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't mean there's, there's anything to, wrong with you. It just means unique- you've got your own unique design. Yeah. That's yeah right. Like that's that's fine. I I know there was a, to- a time recently where where the uh, comparison was like in a very healthy. Life giving way was when we we recently got together with Father Boniface Hicks oh, yeah. and Dr. Jerry Crete and Mary Hunt over at the University uh, AMU and Father Joseph Lugalambe and Pat Molyneux over at Human Formation Coalition. And we, we just, we spent time together, and we all knew in the back of our minds that we were coming together because we each have our own different apostolic works and our businesses, and that we we uh, we saw an opportunity for some complementarity that was there. But I love how we started just leaning into relationship. Had a meal over at the house, uh, sat in the back of Lanai, and just got to know one another. And then there was a time where... where um, we got together in this this upper room, so to speak, <laughs> yeah. over on campus, and we just um, we just prayed and we prayed together for like an hour and a half, and there was something very beautiful uh, in the way that it set the stage to see one another mm. not with our own eyes of our own fallen eyes of kind of envy or comparison or judgment, but to really see the other as gift and receive the other as gift and. Enter into this confidence that the other person, as best they could, wanted to see you as a gift. Like there was a presumption that was there and it just felt like such a sacred space. And I had such an appreciation for all of the spiritual insights that Father Boniface had, was able to bring to the table, but also the finder stuff that, yeah. that he's been doing for years as well. And the same thing with with uh, Dr. C- Jerry Crete and the book he just re- released, Litanies of the Heart. And the, the the different ways that he's helped people with with severe trauma in in the past, and he he brings that he brought that psychological understanding of things to the table. Um, Doctor Mary, or not soon to be Doctor Mary Hunt, but Mary Hunt, being with the students, also with with Father Joseph Lugalambe and the campus ministry team, being with the students, understanding the things that they're struggling with, and being able to bring those insights, but also just their their background and theology, of the body, and and the uh, uh, industrial psychology uh, lens, but then even be able to bring the, you know, human formation coalition and patent. There's you, you started to see the, the gifts and where people were just bringing their gifts forward and seeing one another, all of a sudden the opportunities to, to kind of do something, collaborate, create something that was, that's far greater than we could ever do on our own was born from that. Mm -hmm. But it started with relationship and, and uh, that willingness to see the goodness in the other, but also the grounding in self-knowledge of our own goodness and the gifts that we had to bring to the table, really, I'd, I'd say, laid a foundation for for a, a beautiful, healthy comparison.
0: Yeah. yeah I I, it, I don't know if I would use it as the word comparison anymore at that point. I think it's more complimentary. It's just like a compliment.
1: Well, it leads to understanding. That's yeah. kind of what it's a comparison that leads to understanding and leads to relationship. Right,
0: right. It's it's using that judgment correctly. Yes, yes. That yeah. faculty. Okay, got it. But I, I I love that you said, yeah, because you could see all the different lanes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, starting to still fuzzy in some areas, but, but you could to. see the lanes, yeah.
0: and also you could see some overlap in some of the lanes too, mm-hmm. but also. If something were to come out of that, if a collaboration were to come out of that, now we know or we're starting to know, oh, this one's really good at this. Mm -hmm. So, hey, can you take the lead on this piece? And I see this all the time with our team, too, where it's just like, oh, this person's really good over here. So, like, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that maximize our impact Mm -hmm. to put them in this role over Mm -hmm. here? And and guess what? When somebody's really good at something they love being in it, like doing something Mm -hmm. that they're really good at, it usually gives them life. So everybody wins from that.
1: Yes. And like, it was a great, so one of the fruits that came from this is we're going to be doing a parts workshop, right. Uh For that. Jerry's going to be leading. And, um, but we're all going to be able to participate and promote it. Uh, because we just see this as such a benefit to all of our communities. Father, you know, Boniface really has this spiritual direction community. We have our coaching community. Jerry's got, you know, his, his counseling community, but he's got, you know, transfiguration counseling and, and coaching, right? Yeah. And so he kind of, he's, he's a, he's a great, um, there's, there's an appreciation in, in for all the different disciplines that are going on mm-hmm. there, but that's one fruit. It's like a collaborative work where where we're, going to collaborate to bring this, yes. uh, this great, uh, instruction and lesson to all of our, all of our people. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming, I think, late March. We're going to be doing yes. that. Yes. Cool, cool.
0: All right, so what, what's the PRAC app? What do we want people to do? Like, just, I, I, can I start with a couple of the questions? Well, yeah,
1: and the, the PRAC app, laying the foundation for the PRAC app, let's just, I just want to kind of compare the good and the bad here uh, of comparison. Compare. compare comparison, right? Remember, on the negative side, we see fruits of division, and we see uh, isolation emptiness. that's taking place. So you're, you're, it's rupturing relationship. Uh, you're not seeing the other person. We're presuming that we know the other person or presuming that we know their heart or that they're, they're happy, right? And so it leads to idols, right? Leads to idols and isolation, I would say, right? And then on the positive side of comparison, we see distinctions that lead to relationship through complementarity. And, and then there's fruitfulness that yes. comes through. That spousal analogy is really, um, is is really shows up in the healthy comparison, and it leads to greater understanding and and um, of, of of self as yep. well, right? So so knowing that's the trajectory that we want to go. If we look at some practical ways that we can move from the negative to the positive, what do we
0: got here? Well, I'll just start from number one. Learn your unique design. Like number one, just start to dive into that, find out about who you are, you know, start. What you're good
1: at, what
0: motivates you? Uproot that (laughs) identity crisis from within, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's the thing that's driving this whole thing. That's the thing that's driving the unhealthy comparison is that identity crisis. But if you start to discover, oh, okay, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, you know, where, where do I need help? Um, but also what am I motivated by? What am I, you know, all all of those Mm -hmm. aspects that
1: that we cover
0: (laughs) in our academy, Mm -hmm. our free academy guys too, by the way, you can come into our free academy and start to discover your unique design. If you struggle with comparison, I promise you it might not. I promise you it might just change your life. There you go. Choose gratitude. Number two, choose gratitude. So often when we are looking at the lack in mm-hmm. something, we aren't noticing the areas that the Lord has already given to us. Like we aren't noticing our own The blessings, strengths. yep. Yeah, and the blessings, right? So that's just kind of, it's It's interesting. We were at the beach and um, <laughs> you got a couple, like we were there with like a ton of children, right? Mm-hmm. And Matt went and got two, sh- what was it? Two um fishing fishing nets and one
1: (laughs) and one shovel (laughs) one
0: shovel and there's like a a thousand kids right and we walked and we're like yeah look at look at these presents and then one of the kids was just immediately like no and we were both like why no and it's because there weren't enough for everybody right it was the immediate focus on the lack yeah And what if what if you actually could just go hey thanks like that's Mm -hmm. awesome like we all get to share it you know or Mm -hmm. I don't know but it's just it was just like a funny reflection Mm -hmm. anyway it came to mind and finally um when you are comparing yourself to somebody and specifically in a, a certain area if it's with success. Or your body, or the way you look, or the way that you sound, or how smart you are, whatever. Just take that as a note and and bring it to the Lord. It it might be revealing a deeper desire, a deeper need that might be unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. It might be just um, even just bringing up a wound, or mm-hmm. of something that you highly value. Yeah. So you can ask the question, Lord. What need or desire is being revealed through this?
1: Yes, oh yes, I love that. It, and these are things: that the the wounds, the vows, the false beliefs, guys. These are things that we want to capture and we put them on our battle card, right? Yeah. So we call, talk about unique design, unique mission, unique battle
0: in our academy. In
1: our academy. That, that battle card, which is, which is something that we give you in Academy Plus. There's a little bit more work and opportunities to really explore these three pillars. That happens in Academy Plus. That's kind of our paid membership aspect of that. But that we, we want to capture those things because when we can start to grow aware of those things, we can start to identify where we're slipping into those false beliefs, slipping into those vows, and, we, and we've already done the work of realizing where they go and discovered, I don't really continue going down this path, right? There's great freedom yeah. that's in that. But one of the other areas I think that's an important area to add, Aaron, to add is, is to lean into praise yes. as well. So there's thanksgiving which is, you know, we're, we're... Thank you, Lord. We're thank you, Lord. Yep. We, we recognize, but also to lean into praise. Praise is the opposite of focusing on all the lack, right? It's yeah. the opposite of the spirit. Like it's, and it, there's something that is very just about it and very ordered about it. And so gratitude is ordered. Praise is ordered. When we can start to intentionally choose to do these actions and also like be students of our own interior life as we're doing these things and like hope that our interior life is actually conformed to the exterior actions of praise and thanksgiving. It starts to change us.
0: Right. Can I, can I ask you a question about that? Sure. What does that look like? Like if it's like you see a good in somebody else, is it like, Lord, thank you for that good that I see. It's thank you them? for the
1: good, but also, also to, to just praise God. as Lord, Lord, you are so good. You are so good that you actually create this good in somebody else, that, and and, and then so good it. that I get to see it. Yeah, like this is amazing. That like it's so good that that you are actually operating me in me, so that I have eyes to see. I know that you are here and that you are obedient to the or that you are faithful to this to this promise to make your home in me because I'm able to see your work in somebody else and I wouldn't be able to see it had you not made that home. Like, Lord, thank you. This is so amazing. Like, you are so good. That starts to change our disposition. It starts to change our states. It starts Amen. to change our chemical state and our bodies, you guys. It starts to rehabilitate and rehabituate our bodies so that we default now mm-hmm. to the praise and the thanksgiving versus defaulting to the comparison and the gap and, and all that crap that leads to you know where we don't want to go
0: yeah yeah cool that's it so come join us in the free academy start to learn about your unique design um choose gratitude and then ask the lord hey lord what is what is inspiring about this what is this need or this desire that is being revealed to me through this yes um and come closer into relationship with him cool the end
1: awesome we'll see you guys in the academy Go download it now.
0: Oh yeah, we have an app. Just go to the App Store. It's easy. Metanoia Catholic. Academy. Academy. Go to the App Store. It's free. All right, guys. Bye. Hey guys, if you liked what you learned here today, consider joining our academy where you can take all these tools and learn how to apply them to your life
1: supremely practical stuff and you get coached along the way in the process you are not by yourself we hope to see you in there